Ape leadership. Which of the 10 types of leadership, the current 10 types of leadership, are you using to supersize and grow your business? Sharon Hornell's from here, and I know it's an orangutan, but I couldn't find the ape this morning, and I didn't feel like looking, so I just grabbed the first monkey-type thing I could find. Because I personally noticed that this idiom is ridiculous. It's, it's ape leadership, and it comes from an old proverb, uh, where it was believed that old maids or spinsters or women that never married and never uh, reproduced and continued the species were sentenced to hell where they were going to lead an army of apes because apes at the time were considered to be, you know, not of much use, kind of a useless animal that just existed. It was before, you know, Proverbs were before people knew how intelligent apes absolutely are. So it's kind of an old, outdated, not used idiom. I've actually never heard of it until I was researching leadership idioms and it came up as one of the top 15 or 20. And I'm like, how can this have been around for so long and something that I've never heard of? Well, it's because it is obsolete. It's kind of insulting. Now, I don't know why it irritates me because I had two kids. I proliferated the species, but it still is. It just seems like it's judging people for what they, their choices. And I don't think that that's appropriate. So when I learned about leadership back in the day and back in school, we had like three or four different types of leadership. I think I remember there were only like three. There was autocratic, authoritarian, it was called back then, when it was like the, the it's my way or the highway, I'm the boss, therefore whatever I say goes, you do exactly what I say, you never question it, here's the, here's the rules, you do it, you know, basically you come to me, I make the decisions, and you do what I say. So autocratic was one of the first ones that I learned about. It's still one that exists today, but much more rarely, and it's really almost frowned upon in today's society because we have we have examples of autocrats and dictators in different countries and I thought oh I could think of an example of a person or I could think uh, for each of the different ten and then I thought no because everybody has a slightly different view on what category they would put some of these leaders in now I would say that the leader of China the leader of Russia they're absolutely positively autocratic leaders um, and then we learned about and I'm just going to talk about the three or four that I learned about when I was young. And then I'll talk about how this has exploded into 10 different types of leadership. And then my question for you today is, which type of leadership or types of leadership? Because guess what? The one that isn't even on here that I learned and I use the most is called situational leadership. Based on the situation you're in, that's the style of leader you are flexible enough to become and do what the group that you're leading or the project that you're leading needs you to be for that particular situation. So that one's not even on there, but that is one of the ones that was the new age when I was back being educated in college. Uh, that was one of the newer ones, situational leadership. And that's not even on the list of 10 these days. I think it's because some of the others have morphed into that. Well, so we learned about autocratic leaders. We learned about laissez-faire leaders, leaders that basically just throw their hands up and whatever happens, happens. And we have some of those in the world. And as I was thinking about that, I thought, well, maybe I could think of a different type of animal that represents each of these 10 types of leadership. And I'm like, no, I'll leave that to you. Think of examples of leaders or people you either know or have seen that reflect these different types of leadership. And I'll share a couple of characteristics of each of the types of leadership. But if you want more information on this, it's a big subject. People write entire books and series of books on it. So you have to figure out how much information do I want to need 
or, or how much information do you need about leadership to know whether you are one or not or whether you want to develop that type of leadership for your organization, whether you are using that type of leadership or not in your organization. Or you might have people in your organization that are different types of leaders that are maybe needing to be moved around and shifted to, to fit and help your organization to supersize and grow faster. So we learned about autocratic. We learned about uh, laissez-faire leaders. We learned about democratic leaders. And I don't remember if they were called democratic leaders back then or not. But basically, people that would you know, vote in the majority rules and uh, the focus is more on decision-making and the processes of decision-making. Uh, but there's more there's more open than just one leader and one person saying it's my way or the highway. And then I think that we also had, and maybe transactional is considered situational, but I think that I approach them very differently, which is again why I say it's up to us to define each of these things ourselves. Um, transactional uh, leadership in the current form tends to be a short-term leader focus, somebody that is ahead of a project or a group uh, in corporate America, a lot of the times we would form ad hoc short-term groups made up of interdepartmental people and resources just to complete a certain project, a project here, a project there. We, we would form interdepartmental, interfunctional uh, committees. They were more committees than they were teams, but leaders of different specific projects. So they'd have a beginning and they end, and since they were short-term, the leadership style tended to be... Um, focused on just getting the job done and um, wasn't necessarily based on building relationships or long-term relationships. Although I will admit that some of my best, most long-term relationships have come from being a part of different teams and different groups in a transactional type format. Uh, so what are some of these other types of leadership that are out there nowadays? And maybe I'll put a little poll under this and I'll ask the question, cause I'm a little curious. Uh, how many people are using different types of leadership in their organizations? So we've got autocratic, transactional, laissez-faire, laissez-faire, and democratic. Now, in addition to that, today, nowadays, there's the bureaucratic leadership. And bureaucratic leadership, when, when I hear this, I just think of politicians, and I normally don't name names, but I think Joe Biden. Politicians that are career politicians, people that are mired in the rules and the way things have always been done and the bureaucracy. So uh, I think of the bigger organizations get a lot of times, the more bureaucratic their decision-making is, the more bureaucratic their leadership, the more they're locked into a certain way of doing things and a sense of entitlement. And uh, I, I, it's what I personally think one of the worst forms of leadership, uh, the government, a lot of the government is based on bureaucratic leadership. It's more based on, regulations and rules and the way we do things than it is on really leadership or doing what's right or best for the organization or even best for the people that you serve or represent. Uh, so bureaucratic leadership has been added to the list. Uh, charismatic leadership is now considered a form of leadership where you're, you're the, the famous influencer, charismatic character, the, the um, and you lead based on personality or uh, things like that. And the, the challenge with that type of leadership is it can become based on more the ego of the leader and it can be more self-serving than actually leading the people or the organization that's set to lead. Uh, I think we've all seen people that have ro risen to the ranks because they have a great personality and they're very charismatic, yet they really don't have a lot of 
um, leadership, team building, or personal development skills or development of their, their people skills, and they tend to struggle. So charismatic leaders, and then there are um, a whole new category of people, and I'm sure we can all think of charismatic leaders that we've, that we've known or heard of before. And, and they're more or less effective depending on how long they serve the, the overall group that they're there to serve versus serving themselves. We've seen a lot of self-serving charismatic leaders in, in the world lately. Um, there are then categories called servant leaders, leaders that care more about the people that they serve than themselves. They, they take themselves out of the spotlight, kind of just the opposite of a charismatic leader, and they put their focus on how can they help the people that they're serving, their team, the people that report to them, to do the best job they can possibly be. It's focused a lot on development of the people that you that report to you and helping them to become better employees, better human beings, better whatever it is that you're creating. Then there's the collaborative leadership, the collaborative leader who works right alongside the team members. Again, not so much a distinct leader of, and I think of these with respect to teams a lot of the times because so much of what we do involves other people and teams and leading them. A collaborative leader involves more people, is more concerned about relationships uh, and support. It tends to be, oh no, wrong one. They uh, take into account other people's, oh, I'm looking at, all right, wait a minute, collaborative. Um, oh, often increases uh, creativity, but there can be power struggles, fuzzy roles and responsibilities on collaborative groups. Sometimes a couple of people will be doing something and, and you're not sure who's really responsible for it because a couple of people have been assigned that. So you have to be clear to have clear lines of who's doing what, who's responsible for what, especially when it comes to responsible individuals and making sure that deadlines and things get done. So with collaborative leadership, Sometimes things get missed because nobody is actually called out and held responsible for certain things. Then the other two styles are coaching leadership and transformational leadership. And these I think are, are newer and as there's become more and more coaches uh, in the world, I think that we see more coaching leadership in our organizations where people are there to, that they've been there, they've done that, they're actually leading and showing and developing their people by setting the example of things that they've done before and coaching them and leading them through the process. It's a very collaborative style. It uh, is very supportive. It's built on relationships. It's helping people to be the best that they can be. It's results oriented. It can also be high pressure and um, stressful sometimes to the coach type person or leader because they take on a lot of the responsibility for developing everybody instead of remembering that the the value of a good coach is what they bring out in other people and bringing out the leadership, the coaching, the skills and abilities in the person that they're coaching, not in, in taking on the responsibility and doing it all themselves. And then the final one is transformational. And that is a leadership style that's focused on and based on a lot of the overall big picture structure and systems and processes of transforming an organization and transforming the people that are reporting to the transformational leader and making sure that they're going from where they are to where they want to be in order for the organization to do the same thing. 
So I'm not, I'm not doing an awesome job explaining these. You can look them up. You can listen to a lot of recordings and tapes about them. Like I said, there's tons of information, entire books written on each of these types of leadership. And again, as I mentioned, some of these I've never even really personally, well, I guess I've tried on quite a few of them. Maybe not bureaucratic, maybe not. I have tried on laissez-faire. I have tried on autocratic, depending on the situation, which is why I like situational leadership, and it's not even on the list, is what is appropriate for the task at hand? What is appropriate for the team? What is appropriate for my role right now? What is appropriate for the big picture long-term strategy? It depends on the situation I'm in, the type of leadership role that I'm going to fill. Sometimes you got to be democratic. Other times you got to be coaching. Other times you've got to be autocratic. And sometimes it's it's just a matter of transactional hey i'm here for this group i'm in charge of this committee for this project for this amount of time this is the group we've got and based on the people and the skills and the resources and the group you've got maybe you determine that you need to be a certain type leader in that situation but a different type leader in another transaction for another role uh, project managers find themselves are often transactional managers because, or transactional leaders because they go from project to project to project. Each project team is composed of different elements, different people, different resources. And so the style of, the exact style of leadership that they choose to use needs to fit the, the, the project, the job. All right, so that's it. That's our, our weird ape leadership to leadership styles discussion for today. Notice which type you are. Notice which type of leaders are throughout your organization. Maybe you're going to look at your organization and, and evaluate it and say, oh my gosh, we have got all democratic leaders. And maybe that works for the for the mission and the purpose and the principle of your business and it will help you to supersize. Maybe not. Maybe you need to have different types of leaders for different types of growth in your organization, different types of leadership for different phases or different projects or different goals and objectives in different departments and different divisions. Some divisions of your business need to be much more rule-based and have a more, hey, this is the way it's got to be done for health and safety and laws and regulations and things purposes. I think of safety and you know finance. Some of those things have to follow conventional rules or you're going to get into trouble. Others, not so much. But safety and security, maybe maintenance is a, hey, this is the way we fix things. So it takes a different type of leadership. So share in the comments below your thoughts on the different leadership types. I'm curious if anybody else has learned 10 different types of leadership. Because when I looked into it, I'm like, I remember learning maybe three or four different types of leadership. Hey, you were the autocrat. You were the do everything. It's my way or the highway. The laissez-faire. Do nothing and just have anarchy and, and craziness going and chaos going on around you. Or, you know, give everybody a vote. Be democratic. Or then I believe it was like situation was the new one when I was in school. All right, that's it. Have an absolutely amazing day. I will be back with another leadership idiom tomorrow. Nothing as weird as ape leadership. Uh, probably going to put somebody on the spot. So have an awesome day. And if any questions or comments, you can direct message me. If you're on Facebook or on other platforms, just look for me on there. Sharon Horn Elstrom, Supersize Your Business. There's lots of ways to get to me. All right, have an awesome day, and I will, of course, be with you tomorrow. Bye.